Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Joining us now from the Bridgeport Rescue Mission are Marianne Gardner, who is the director of Life Change Programs there, and Autumn, who wants to tell us a little bit about her life and experiences. Autumn and Marianne, hi, and welcome to the show today. Hello. Hello. So nice to speak with you. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, so Marianne, just give us briefly, what do you do for the Bridgeport Rescue Mission? Okay. So, Lisa, um, I oversee, we have three floors um, that I oversee. Uh, we have a uh, men and women's recovery uh, floor for mental health and addiction. And we have a floor for women with uh, mothers, actually, with children that we just opened up on our second floor and uh, who are homeless or um, about to be homeless and need help with housing and employment. And then we have another floor for men and women who are in our Abundant Life program who have been homeless um, in shelters, but we're not a shelter. We now have a residential living program to help them um, meet their basic needs and get employment and housing as well. So we kind of oversee all of that. And we're very fortunate because right in our same building, we have the Sage Clinic, which is downstairs. And we have wonderful services through that clinic that help our residential clients that live here getting the help they need with a full pantry um, and uh, clothing. We have tagless sales and all kinds of good things for the community to help them live a better, healthier life. How many people altogether does the Bridgeport Rescue Mission serve? Oh, my goodness. Well, that would be hard to say. Uh Mm, I don't know. Lisa, would you have a number on that? I'm going to ask Lisa, who is our development director. She's the expert when it comes to numbers. So, um, hi, Lisa. How are you? Okay. So, um, the number of people that we serve um, uh, year to date right now, we've actually served 2,488 families. Um, we have provided um, and, uh, 280,000 uh, pounds of food and provided 2,000 uh, 
333 meals. And then in the programs, we actually have about uh, 40 people, approximately 40 men and women. Um, and then we have five moms and, and five children. Okay, thank you. So, Autumn, let me turn to you a little bit. Autumn, can yes. you t- tell us a little bit about your life? What? Tell us your story a little bit. We want to hear it. Um, all right, hello. Um, growing up, I um, grew up very poor. Um, my father was in and out of jail, and my mom, she um, used substances. So I was exposed to a lot of drugs at a young age. Um, a lot of abuse as well, physical and sexual abuse. Um, so growing up was like kind of hard. I like lived with a bunch of different family members and moved around a lot. So I never was really like in a stable environment growing up. Um, and, um, how old are you now, Autumn? How old are you now? I'm 23. I'm 23. I graduated high school. Good for um, you. Yeah, I was a dietary. Um, I went to Putnam High School in Putnam, Connecticut. Okay, it's very country up there. Yeah. Can you tell um, Lisa some of the things, the activities and the classes that you think are very helpful and beneficial in your recovery process? Can you explain to her some of the things we do? Okay, so um, we do um, a class called Genesis, and it's based on – Everything in your life, um, it asks you a lot of questions, and you get to learn more and focus on yourself, and you get to find out, like, who you really are. We do a lot of, like, 12-step classes, um, Genesis, we do dependency, um, chemical codependency. We just do a lot of classes that focus on, like, a substance abuse and focus on um, how we can learn new coping skills and um, just strategies to move on in our recovery. Um, can you just tell me a little bit, you're 26 years old, you were in Putnam, a different part of the state. So after high school, did you start to become involved with different substances? Like what what led you to feel like you needed this kind of help? What happened to you? Um, I After high school, I kind of just started hanging out with like the wrong crew of um people um i was introduced to a lot of different drugs um from like the wrong you know set of like group of people um after i lost my job due to like mental health reasons it kind of just um started going downhill from that um back in 2021 i was um kidnapped and um sex trafficked and after that after being part of that that kind of is what made my drug addiction spiral out of control. Um, it was to the point where I was homeless, living on the streets, just trying to do anything to get by, um, anything to get a next high. I wasn't worried about eating. I was losing weight. Um, that's mainly what caused me to continue my drug addiction was that um, traumatic event that I went through. I'm so sorry to hear that, Autumn. I'm so yeah. sorry to hear that people exploited you and took advantage of you. So what was, what was, did you end up in jail? Like how was, what, how did you start to take the first step back to having a clear mind? 
Um, so I was incarcerated three times. I was in and out of like IOP programs, trying to do outpatient programs, and none of it was working. So I ended up just like admitting that I had an addiction, and I was brought to detox in Bridgeport. And from there, I went to a 28-day recovery program, and I was told about the Bridgeport Rescue Mission. And, um, you know, I was willing to try it and it probably has been the best decision I've made coming to the Bridgeport Rescue Mission. That's a wonderful thing to hear. And so with their support and programs, have you been able to stay clear? Have you been able to stay sober or with, I don't know what kind of medical help you need, be compliant with your medical help? Yeah. So um, as of May 5th, I will be six months sober. Um, I definitely would not have been able to do that without being here. The love and support from everyone here is just amazing. Um, I felt welcome. The first day I came here, I felt welcome. I've never felt so loved and cared for the way that the staff and even the volunteers and everyone who comes here, like they, they make you feel like family. It's like I feel at home being here. I've had so many opportunities, resources that come to me, um, I've been able to work on my mental health and also to just work on myself and learn to love myself again. And, you know, I, I feel like I, now I have a purpose and I can see my future now. And since being here, it really has saved my life. And so, Autumn, when you say you can see your future, what do you see in your future? What would you like your future to be like? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I see myself having a career um, after I graduate the program. I can start to go into transitional housing where I can get a job and then I can get into schooling. I've already gotten into a few programs that are going to help me get into college again and, um, you know, some job opportunities. So I just definitely see a bright future ahead of me and a sober future. Especially, and I also especially got to find my faith in God. So that was the biggest reason coming here as well was to find my relationship with God and to grow um, a better understanding of Him. I'm so happy for you, Autumn. I, I'm Thank so you. I'm so happy for you. So let me let me Marianne. Let me ask you something, um, Marianne Gardner, who is the director of life change programs at the Bridgeport Rescue Mission. That's what we're talking about right now at 203-333-9422. Marianne, for so many people, um, there are so many people who end up at Bridgeport Rescue Mission who 
I think that all would agree do better in a supervised setting. It may not have to be a heavy-handed one, but it has sort of guardrails around it. Sometimes it's about making sure that medicines are taken. Sometimes it's making sure that there's a communal meal. Sometimes it's just about sort of the social benefit of knowing there's a centralized something for people in the space. And I'm wondering, does Bridgeport Rescue Mission, when you talk about residential, for the people that really need chronic supervision in order to be their best selves, do you guys provide that? Absolutely, and that's a great question, Lisa, because we also work very closely with the Department of Probation and DCF and the court system, and they recognize our efforts in keeping a very safe, trauma-informed care program where there's structure. So lots of times people come in um, off the streets or even um, out of the streets, and their life is in chaos. And really what they need is grounding. They need boundaries. They need someone to say, okay, yes, it's time to get up now, get mm-hmm. dressed, take a shower. It's breakfast time. Meal times are, are specified. There's classes in place because we look at this as a training ground. So if they can do it well here and succeed here, then when they go out into the real world and they get jobs or they continue their education, they're able to function and do more than just um, survive, but we want them to thrive. So if somebody sort of graduates from the nest to something like that would be like IOP, intensive outpatient, something other than nest, nest, but still needs something. Do you guys have anything uh, like, I I don't really know. Does Bridgeport Rescue Mission staff supervised housing for people to live in indefinitely? So we're not long-term housing. We have, it's more of a structured program once they graduate. It usually is about eight months because we're more of an outcome-based type of program. Okay. Everyone progresses at their own rate, Lisa. Once and they you, finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, have, <laughs> I have another question. This is a philosophical okay. question. It's just a curious okay, question good. for me. Philosophically, when people come and they're addicted to drugs, do you also encourage them to have medication-assisted sobriety or are you only about going cold sober so we do allow them to um have some medication assisted um 50 milligrams or less if they're on methadone and they have to taper off because once again we want them to become healthy and sober living and not to be relying on any kind of substances or any kind of vices to help them cope in life so we will work with them to get them through that transitional period if they're on Suboxone or, or Methadone and um, work with their providers to decrease those dosages until they're able to sub- maintain their sobriety. There's a tremendous amount of evidence uh, to suggest that for people that are chronically addicted to opiates, that medicating, uh, that medication with Methadone uh, can really help them to live a functional life, and it's and it's okay because they're living a functional life. They're not stealing. They're not in jail anymore. They're able to be as clear as they can be and even work hard. So why the insistence that uh, people should be without medicine at all? Because opiate uh, opiates are a um, physically addictive drug. Some people can't live without some kind of an opiate once they get hooked. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, um, there's also been a lot of research done that um, staying long-term for many years on, say, methadone, um, it does have a, a long-term effect on your body. And I can speak from experience because I have two cousins, actually, that have gone through this. And um, they function, but not not as well as they would if they were off of it. So other b- parts of their body and their systems and organs have have taken a hit because of the many years of being relying on the um, methadone. So we're hoping to get them so they get to a place where they can not have to rely on it anymore. And do you know about the rates? Like, do you do you keep track of the people that you've treated that end up going back into drug addiction? Because I know some places keep track and others do not. Does the Bridgeport Rescue Mission keep track of that? Well, we do. We have people that relapse, of course, like any other program would, because um, recovery is a process. It's a journey. But um, we look at it as um, sometimes we plant a seed here and they may leave, they may relapse, and then they go someplace else. It could take them maybe another year someplace else, three or four times, kind of like frequent flyers, you know, just taking the same ride over and over. But eventually... Um, they get a light bulb moment, and um, they're able to finally overcome the addiction. It takes a while. For others, it might take shorter. But it takes at least five times before a person can really um, have a victory in it. And I've, I've been doing this for years, so I've kind of seen the same patterns and the same behaviors. Okay. Well, I want to thank you. Um, one, one other question. Does Bridgeport Rescue Mission, do you help people that have schizophrenia? Well, we have an intake process, so it would really depend where, with the screening tool that we use um, on a scale of where they are in their medications and their mental health issues. There's some people that need higher levels of care, so we will help them um, find another place that might be more suitable because it might be beyond our scope of care of what we can do for them here. But we certainly try to work with the population that come in based on the screening tool that we have. Thank you so much, Marianne Gardner. Bridgeport Rescue Mission, can you please tell people how they can find you? What is the best way? Do they literally want to walk in the building? Do they want to call you first, look online? How can they access your services? Well, they can access the services online which is bridgeportrescuemission.org.org, or they can um, find us at 725 Park Avenue in Bridgeport. If they walk in, they would still need to do an intake process, a screening process over the phone, and they could do that downstairs. We have that on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And they can also call the Bridgeport Rescue Mission, which is 203-333-4087 and ask for anyone on one of the residential floors and program. And I will say, Lisa, we are very fortunate because what people don't realize is our programs are absolutely free. And if it weren't for the beautiful donors that are so generous to give to these programs, um, the people that we have here wouldn't have the help that they're getting. Okay, well, that's wonderful. I understand our own Melissa Sheketoff is going to be hosting your next event. And that's on April 27th, and good luck with that. Uh, I'm very happy to talk with both of you. Autumn, I want to thank you especially for sharing your story, and we wish you only continued, continued success. We know how brave, how courageous you are. 
uh, to be just doing one step at a time. Marianne Gardner and the staff of Bridgeport Rescue Mission, thanks for being on WICC today with us on the Lisa Wexler Show. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.